Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. How's it doing? It is, it is good to be in the house. I sent a quick message to Mike this morning and he didn't reply. I was really offended, but I was like, man, I'm ready. I'm speaking today, right? I'm raring to go. Who else is raring to go today, this morning? Who is raring to go? Who is excited to hear the word of Jesus? Yeah, I'm, I'm usually not like this. Usually I'm like, Mike, I don't know, man. I'm really nervous. I don't want to be up there. I don't want to talk. Man, brother, none of us want to talk up there. But it's Jesus working through us, right? Can I get an amen? Jesus, God, Holy Spirit working through us. So he is a good God, and he has something amazing for you guys. I'm just a vessel. So let's pray really quick. Lord, I just thank you that you are in this place, that Holy Spirit, you are in this place, that you are in each and every one of us, that Jesus, that you died and rose again on that cross. We thank you for all of those amazing things. We thank you, Lord, for your word and all your promises that are yes and amen. We just give you all the glory, and just Lord, just really just work through me and just utterance through me, God, and I'm your vessel. I'm just your tool, and yeah, we just give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So, really quick, oh my goodness, I just got this new piece of technology. Like you guys were saying, technology, doing the, you know, buying the house online, and it's not loading. It's not loading, and that's okay, because God has taught me to be prepared. So I'm going to go put this thing down. And we will go off with good old-fashioned paperwork. And I have a, I have a, don't, don't mind this, because uh, the new pastors are here, I'm not leaving. Don't worry. I have not packed my bags. I'm actually, it's very relieving to have these two in the house, because I'm actually, I grew up in Texas. I was just telling pastor this, and I'm just, I just hear them up here, and I hear their southern drawl, and it's like, all right, y'all. And I'm like, yes, it's like I'm back home. Praise the Lord, back home. Um, really quick before I get really too into it, um, we got summer camp coming up. You know, I'm the youth pastor, so it's my job. But we got summer camp. Really quickly, kids camp is July 6th through 8th. Junior high camp is July 12th through 15th. Teen camp is July 19th through 22. If you have any more questions concerning that, please see me. I'm not going to go through every single nitty-gritty detail, okay? You know who I am. Find me. Find my phone number. Find me on Facebook Messenger. I will be more than happy to answer any other questions, and then I can also give you, you know, a copy of this or something, all right? We good? You guys all hear that? Awesome. So, Without further ado, I love, you guys ever, okay, so I have this thing, I'm always up here, and I'm asking questions. Is it okay if I ask you guys some more questions? I feel like when you ask, get asked the questions, it really helps grow you. I, I try my best to ask as much questions as I can, because that's how you really grow, right? So without further ado, my question is to you guys, raise your hand if you have a sibling. Okay, a sibling, a brother or sister, just a sibling. Keep your hand raised if you have two siblings. Keep your hand raised if you have three, four, five, ooh, six. 
Okay, seven. Uh, let's say immediate family. Eight. But I skip seven? Seven. Seven, eight, nine. I, my hand should have been gone at two, by the way. Um, ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen siblings. Oh, man. I thought this message really was just for myself, but it's definitely for you. <laughs> so I have two brothers. Uh, I'm the middle child. I have a younger brother and an older brother. And nothing wrong with the middle children, right? Yeah. Awesome. Man, we grew up. And especially being boys, we fought over everything. Everything. Like, oh, you know, the toys, the Legos, or the game systems. Oh, that's, that's mine. That's, it's my turn. Uh, sharing and caring, baloney. I don't believe in that. Sharing and caring, I don't care for you. I care for myself, and I want all the toys for me. That is mine. That is mine. And it's funny. And so this message title is That's Mine. It's funny, though, because I actually do this. From my being raised as a child, I take it into my marriage. Anybody do that? Like, how they're raised, they bring it into their marriage. Like, it's, it's a terrible thing. Or it could be an amazing thing, right? But I take it into my marriage with my amazing wife. And, like, for example, just throwing it out there, we'll go to, like, just the other day, we went to Killer Burger. We got some Killer Burger. If you guys haven't been to Killer Burger, it's amazing. Peanut butter pickle bacon burger. So good. Um, but I'm not advertising Killer Burger. Let's talk about God. Um, my wife, she will order something. And I'll order a burger and fries with the intent. And I, I don't know if I'm the only person in this room, but I have the intent. I order a burger and fries, and I'm going to eat every single bite of that burger and fry. That is mine. Mine, mine, mine. I did not have any expectation that I was going to share with that burger and fries. If I had that expectation, I would have ordered the extra large size or something. But my wife never says, oh, I want some of your fries. She's just like, oh, you just order whatever you want, and I'll order what I want, and I'm going to take some of your fries without asking me. And I'm like, oh, oh, I don't. And my wife, you know, I'm the bad guy here. Don't, don't get me wrong. I might make it sound nice and funny, but I'm the bad guy here. I love my wife, and I should give her everything that she deserves, right? Okay, that's, that's the word for today. Amen. Let's go home, right? No. But seriously, I love her, and I need to learn to share more. And that's just an example. There are many things that I do not share still. And I ha I'm, I'm reluctant. I'm like, okay, you can have some of this water. Or, man, I was going to drink all that. Like, now I have to drink half of that. And you drink half of that. Come on. It's your wife. It's people that you love. Like, sharing is caring. It is a saying for a reason. Right? That really worked out. That was like, great, great timing. Man, I really do love how God works in this place. The timing, Holy Spirit, his plan, everything. Oh, it's just like it all goes hand in hand. It always does because God is good, right? So with that said, we have this amazing little daughter that we are blessed with. She is almost nine months, but it is so cute and adorable. And I'm going to get all daddy on you guys, but she will see anything. Like she, if she was like right here in my, in my chest area and I was holding her, she'd be like with her tiny little hands like, just like, just so cute, just reaching out and taking and grabbing and reaching for every little thing. She'll be like, ah! Actually, I gotta keep that straight. And I gotta read that. I don't have my iPad. Um, but she'll take the phone and she, I'm worried about the phone because like one time she got into the emergency services and almost started calling 911. I'm like, no ma'am. Uh, but she'll take and reach everything. She just, she already has the mentality and she's the firstborn and she's the daughter. She's daddy's girl. She has the mentality that everything is mine. Even the dog toys. She'll take the dog toys and she'll start chewing. I'm like, you can't do that. There's diseases on that. Even though the dog licks her face all the time. It's, it's just, 
It's a nonstop struggle. But she thinks everything is hers. Everything. Everything. And it really, yeah, it is. It's going to be all hers. So really quick, I got two definitions for you guys. Reach. It is stretch out an arm in a specified direction in order to touch or grasp something. The second is take, which is lay hold of something with one's hands, reach for and hold. So they go hand in hand, right? And so we're talking about taking and reaching out and saying that's mine, yada, yada, yada. In life, we tend to reach out and take things from all directions. We tend to take things that sometimes belong to us. We sometimes take things that don't belong to us. And I'm going to really get into this in just a second. And first, I'm break it up into two sections. The things that we take that we shouldn't and the things that we take that we should. Things that we take that we shouldn't. And, I, and just to preface, this whole message is for me. I don't know where you're at in life. This is a message for me. Like, God was speaking to me, and he's like, Spencer, this is for you. If you share it, great. If it, you know, I'm like, all right, God. So first one I have for you guys, guilt and shame. Oh, man. Especially being like a new husband and a new father and having my amazing wife, I, I do something wrong, and I feel like, oh, my goodness, I am a terrible person. I don't deserve to live. I did this. I messed up. The other night, she said, Oh, go put the milk in the fridge. And then, you know, I don't know if you guys do milk or have done it ever or you breastfeed, whatever the case. You can't leave it out for too long. Otherwise, it spoils, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And she asked me again, yeah, I'll do it. I'm sure I'm definitely going to do it. I, I pass out and I don't, I don't put it in the fridge. And I'm like, oh, my God. I woke up. And I'm like, first thing, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I forgot to put the milk in the fridge. And she's like, don't worry. I already got it. I'm like, you are so amazing. You are so amazing. Really quick, Romans 8, 1 through 2. There is, therefore, now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free. It's like we were talking about that before. He set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Again, I do this myself. I put shame upon myself. I, I feel guilty about all of this. But God doesn't want you to feel guilty God, of course, wants to come in. And John 16, 8 ESV says, And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. God will come into the situation and convict you of what you need to change. Don't put, don't put that on yourself. Don't be like, oh, I'm no good. Oh, I'm terrible. I can't do anything righteous for the Lord. I'm, I'm a terrible person. I'm a human. I've sinned so much. Don't think that. You are an amazing Person, you are an amazing child of God. God does not come to shame you. God has not come to guilt you. God has not come to condemn you. God is here to love on you and grow you and to make you the amazing person that you're meant to be and to maybe, you know, convict you when you're doing something wrong. That's what Holy Spirit is there for, among other things. But Holy Spirit is there to say, hey, Spencer, you might have not said that the nicest way to your wife. And you need to go back and talk to her and apologize now, do I do that every single time? I'm going to be honest. No. And I'm sorry. I love you. But I'm being real right now. So we take that guilt and shame when sometimes, most of the time, we necessarily don't need that. We, we should just not reach out for that guilt and shame, okay? Just, just leave it over there, okay? Get the conviction from God. Get the love from God. Get everything else from God. Leave the guilt and shame over there. Second thing I have for you guys. Pastor Mike, remember when you didn't text me this morning? That's okay. I forgive you. But the second point is offense. We take offense. Now, Pastor Mike knows I love him. 
Pastor Mike knows I understand how, how setting up and everything works, and I understand that he loves me, and nothing is ever going to change that. But man, oh man, sometimes we let offense get in the way of what God is doing. Proverbs eighteen nineteen says, A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quarreling is like the bars of a castle. Whew. I don't know if you guys are Lord of the Rings fans. Well, you guys know, like, the second movie where there's a huge fortress. It's, like, unbeatable, and they finally, like, break one of the walls down. But I got an image of that when I read this verse. Like, it is hard to bring down that castle. It's hard to bring down that fortress. And when a brother is offended, when a friend is offended, it's even harder to talk to them. It's even harder to love on them. It's even harder to show them what God is doing when there is offense built up. Okay? And I could go... Man, all these subjects, I could probably do a whole sermon on. I know I could, but I'm just going to just touch on everything, okay? So that's the second thing, offense. We need to take offense out of it. We need, we need again, like the guilt and shame, leave the offense over there and know what God has for us over here, the love of God. We need to let that just stay over there. Third thing. <clears throat> it's a big one for me. Credit or glory for ourselves. You know, being up on the pulpit, and uh, yeah, I'm talking high and mighty. I did a good job, yeah. Pastor Mike, last time I spoke, said I did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Even like at work, like I fix things, and people all the time say, oh, thank you, you did such a great job. I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. And you know, it's good to take recognition for something, but it's good to also know where, you're, where you sit, to have that humility, to know your place, that you're like right here, God's up here, but not thinking, I actually have it written down here. I can't remember where I got, actually I got it from Destined to Win. It's a, it's a book by, um, I can't remember the author. But it says, humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. And you think more about God and think less about us. Proverbs sixteen eighteen says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. You guys ever hear the saying, pride cometh before the fall? It's so true. Pride will destroy you. It's really important that we know where the glory goes. We know where the credit goes. Because I, I, we, we were talking about this like a month ago in youth group, just like worship and how it kind of all ties into like surrendering and giving God the credit and humbling yourselves. And man, I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for our good Lord Father. Pastor, I think you can agree with me. Everybody, we would not be where we're at. No matter how much you think of yourself like, oh, I did this, I did that. Well, I'm good at fixing things. But guess who gave me that talent? God gave me that talent. The provision that I have in my life, the finances, the job I have, that was all given to me by God. I wouldn't be where I'm at if it was not for God. You guys would not be where you're at if it was not for God. So let's be sure to give the credit where it's due. James 4.10. I love this verse, man. It's so good. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. You humble yourself. You, you say, oh, I'm right here, God. You're up here. He will lift you up. Isn't that cool? Like, he is such a high and mighty, amazing being, an amazing God, and he will lift you up. He will put you on a mantle. He'll be like, that is my, that's my boy Spencer. Oh, man, he is amazing. He's a rock star. I'm so proud of him. You know, and that's each and every one of you guys. He's lifting you up, and he's like, as you humble yourself, oh, man, oh, Cherise, you're amazing. Naomi, you play that. I am going to butcher it. What's that? French horn. I was going to say tambourine for a second i'm like that's not even a that's not even a, a horn but you play the french horn so amazing i love you you're my precious daughter naomi oh and that's each and every one of you not just naomi naomi's just the one that i know like the best besides my family um oh, god is good though 
So, those are just the three things I want to touch on, that things that we should not take. I want to touch on the things that we should take. And really quick, I got a verse, well, okay, I'll do it in this order. First thing I have for you guys. Did you guys know there's like 7,487 promises in the Bible? I will be number one to tell you I do not take full advantage of those 7,487 promises. I probably take, take a hold of like five. I need, to, I need to dig into the word more, and I, I need to really take that to heart. So again, like I said earlier, this word is for me. If it relates with you, great, but this is for me. So Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Oh, God is so good. I love those, those fruits of the Spirit. And I would, bear with me, I'm kneeling down for a second. That's, that's okay. It's part of the, part of the message. Um, who, who, who would say they have a relationship with God in this room, right? All of us, right? And you believe in Jesus and Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit lives inside you, right? Well, that, the verse just said the fruits of the Spirit are, and I'm assuming, like, if we have Holy Spirit in us, we have the fruits of the Spirit. Right? Right? We should, right? Maybe we, we do and we don't take advantage of it. So, so really quick, bear with me. This might be a little loud. Okay, preface, I love soda water. Anybody else love bubbly water, seltzer water in here? Okay, all right. If you don't, you're missing out. But just for the sake of the, the sermon, so I have here faith. I didn't want to write faithfulness. It just took up too much room. Goodness. And we got uh, a little bit of gentleness in here, a little bit of love in here. Uh, what else we got in this bag? Uh, let's say, uh, I got a little joy. I'll take some of that. Some peace. Um, oh, kindness. Kindness is good, right? Kindness is good. There we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got two more. I always miss the last two. Every single time. I try to do it off, like, off my mind, off my, uh, memory. Self-control and patience. Oh, patience. I'm, man, God, you are so good. This is the one I was going to touch on a lot. Yesterday. Yeah. Or whenever we got Killer Burger. Oh, man. You guys know that saying, happy, happy wife, happy life? Well, hangry wife means hangry life. <laughs> and it wasn't just her. I was hangry, too. I was like, I am dying for ever since we thought of the idea of Killer Burger. I want it so bad. I'm so hungry. I ordered it like 10 minutes ago. They should be ready within five minutes. I was running a little late because I was just hanging out with the wife and the baby and then driving and everybody. It just seems like Vancouver drivers are the worst. Not you guys. You guys are awesome. But everybody else out there, they're the worst. This guy was driving a Tesla, and he was driving through the parking lot illegally. And he was driving through, and I was driving this way, and I was going to park right there. And I'm like, I'm going to be really loud. Dude, what are you doing? Get out of the road. God, we're parked there. He's like, come on, come on. I'm like, no, I'm parking right there. Get out of the way. And Lord... Oh, I really needed some patience right there. Oh, man, I needed that patience. And the reason why I have these cans is I really wanted to show you guys how easy it is to actually take these things. Look at that. I got patience right there. Oh, I got, let's see, joy. No, love. There we go. Second one. Oh, I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Amen? 
So we got the gifts of the Spirit. We got the fruits of the Spirit here. We just need to choose to actually take and reach and say, that is mine. It's not locked up in the fridge. There's no lock on that thing. You just need to open that door and reach out and grab it. It is yours. Among with the other 7,487 promises that God has for you. Can I get an amen? I got some more verses for you guys. Matthew 11, 28 through 29, NIV says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Man, this last two years has been, it's been hectic. You know, COVID, other things, Ukraine, everything going on with that, pastor moving on, and the new pastor's coming in, a lot of change and a lot of things that are just, it's just crazy, right? And a lot of, like, I got a new job, like, six months ago, and then starting here as well, and it's just, it's been hectic for me. And the baby and the wife, the wife needs a very high, I'm just kidding, I love you. I'm sleeping on the couch today, that's okay, it's for the sake of your laughter. I know I love you, though. But, man, I get tired, I get a little weary. What about you guys? Let's be real. You guys get a little weary? So, ah, rest. Oh, look at that, rest. You just gotta take it and take it for yourself. By the way, um, these are all mine. You guys got to get your own, okay? All mine. All mine. You guys can have your own. You guys got to grab it from somewhere else. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. When you are tired and you are weary, God will not only give you rest, he will give you Strength. Again, mine, not yours. I need strength. Even though I got some muscles, I need that strength to get through the daily stuff that we come in contact with in this fallen world, right? I think you guys do. Like, you guys go through some hard stuff. Am I the only one? No? Okay, cool. I'm not going to jump the gun there. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. With everything that was just said right here in this, in this room right now, it was all ordained. It was all planned out to a T. Our God is an amazing designer. And as we even saw a few weeks ago, that amazing just universe of how it's all just magically designed. And it's just all just methodically done by an amazing, beautiful God. And we each and every one of us are wonderfully made. He has planned it all out and plans to prosper us, plans to give us a hope and a future. New pastors coming in. Future and hope. We're going to be prosperous, guys. Not only for ourselves, but for the community. It's going to be amazing, right? So, 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 you got, he, oh no, that's, I'm jumping the gun. Plans, hope, and future. You guys want this? Anybody want this? Naomi, you want this? Okay. I'll share because I care. There you go. And I learned how to share finally. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God, my God, not your God, my God, my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's not just some. That's not just, oh, these five things. That's not just these ten things. Every single little need you need, he will supply. Amen. So, needs. Very simple. I like that one. It's really easy to write out to you. Isaiah 53.5 says, But he was wounded. For our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Oh, look at that. My bag is striped. (laughs) I didn't even realize that. But we have that healing. We just got to take these things for ourselves. I'm going to pack these away now because they're all mine and I'm not sharing except for that one. Well, I'll share it later with my wife. How about that? So anyways, my point is, my main point I want to get across is we need to stop taking hold and, and reaching out for the things that we really shouldn't be reaching out for and things that we shouldn't grasp for, things that we shouldn't even hold on to. And we need to take hold of the promises that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen? amen. All right. We're good on time, right? Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> you want me to pray? All right. Lord, Father, oh, thank you for being in this place right now. Thank you, Lord, for just using me. Thank you, Lord, that we aren't holding on to things that we shouldn't be. That guilt, shame, offense, even that pride little thing. That we just, we just let go of that, God. But when I pray that anybody in this room right now that is dealing with that, God, that they're able to just like, just, just physically just take their hands and just, just, just let go. Just let go. I thank you, Lord God, for your word. And for what your word says, and that it's, it's more than just promises, but that we can really rely on those promises, those 7,487 promises that they are all not actually just for me, but they're for each and every person in this world. If they so believe in Jesus, they have access to those promises, Lord. And I thank you, God, that you're just working in the people's church, Lord. You're working through Pastor Gary and Suzanne, that you're working through the whole ministry team and every single person in this building right now. You're going to use each and every one of us, God. You are equipping us even right now, God. I just thank you, Lord, for the impact that this church is going to have in this community. Continue to have, Lord. So we just thank you, God, for all you're doing. We thank you, Lord, for the youth as well that you're building them up to. And we just give you all the praise and the glory. And everybody said, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for just putting up with me. You guys have an amazing week.